Hello, my name is Sarah and I am your chakra coach. On this podcast, we'll be exploring how the chakra system can help guide you to grow your emotional, mental, physical, and spiritual wellness, leading you closer to your highest self. Hello, and welcome back to the show. It's It's been a couple weeks since I was last with you because I got really sick and I was just unable to get an episode out last week. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for that. I hope you weren't too disappointed. But I do, I do think it was an interesting thing because as I've been feeling better and getting this week's episode ready to go, I realized that this interview is all about illness. What illness might be trying to tell us, how emotions play a role in our physical health, and how we can release trapped emotions to heal physical ailments. So I got to really apply these principles to myself. Like, what was my body trying to tell me? Is there an emotional component to my sickness? I I definitely had a couple interesting revelations in my journal over the past week or so, I'll tell you that. I won't bore you with them, but using what I learned in this interview from Samaya, I got to dig deep into myself to understand what might have gotten me to the point where I just got knocked out completely. We talk a lot about illness in this episode, a lot, all kinds of sicknesses and uh, Tracy's theory of how emotions cause them. We talk about making medical choices for our own bodies and deciding who each of us includes in our circle of influence. You'll hear in the interview how Tracy, she goes by Samaya and Tracy, so I'm using them interchangeably now, but how Tracy chooses not to see a doctor for her multiple sclerosis preferring to use non-medicinal treatment. It's certainly not to convince you that medical care isn't important, though. I mean, the point is that Tracy made a choice that works for her, and we both encourage you to do the same with your health. Now, let me tell you a little bit about Samaya. Samaya Tracy Hill provides the space for people to take back their emotional, mental, and physical health through what she calls subtle energy alchemy. It's understanding how to overcome emotional trauma and how to finally follow your passion and purpose. Now, she is no stranger to adversity and hard work. Samaya uses her professional and personal experience to help others live their best lives, and she equips them to handle whatever life brings them. I hope you enjoy this conversation I had with her. Um, I learned a lot, and I hope you will too. Hi, Tracy. Welcome to the Your Chakra Coach podcast. How are you? I'm wonderful. How are you, Sarah? I'm doing very well. Thank you so much. Tracy, I'm really interested in this conversation that we're about to have um, because, first of all, anytime people come to healing in a non-traditional way, like that's my jam. I love to hear all about that, but you, your story is, is, is pretty special. So if you don't mind, let's just jump right in. And will you, will you tell me who you are, what you do and kind of your story of healing? Absolutely. So I'm Tracy Hill. I'm actually changing my name to Samaya. That's my whole part of my spiritual journey at this point. I have a 
coaching business called Conscious Evolution, and I call myself a subtle energy alchemist. And when I tell people that, they're like, ooh, what's that? <laughs> Never heard of that. I'd love to know more. Right. And essentially, I help people energetically shift into their alignment, but a little more subtly. We don't rip the Band-Aid off. We, it's so that you can still function in society with your house, you know, within your home life, within your work life, because it can be very disruptive. I don't know how yours went, but mine became disruptive at one point. I didn't have someone to guide me. It was awkward. <laughs> so this is guided and more subtle. And the idea is to give you lots of tools to help you um, engage all of your senses tap into intuition more, and then whatever it is that you want to adjust in your life, and it could be multiple areas, to give you the tools for that and not need, you know, like you're going to find other modalities along the way. And that's awesome. I encourage it. Um, so what I offer is understanding emotions and how they affect you, your physical body, your reality, um, how things pan out for you, because all Everything is frequency based. And when I find the root of the root of the root of the roots of the cause, it almost always comes down to emotion. So you get in a car accident, somehow you manifested that because of some emotion that has been manifesting itself and, yeah. and festering. So, okay, let me go backwards. Yeah, I guess. okay, I was going to say. So that's who you are now. And that's what you do now. But there's a really significant background story you didn't just yeah. wake up one day and uh say oh I think I'll just get a website <laughs> yeah definitely not <laughs> so, so let's, cool. let's back it up and uh and hear how you got to this point sure thing okay so once I graduated high school I actually joined the army while I was in college so I did army reserves I was away from the army and it's a Pretty significant part of the story because I was deployed overseas. Um, on my return, I was finishing up my master's degree in kinesiology. And for those that don't know, that's the study of the body and movement. So basically, I was an athlete guru. I took athletes and made them better athletes. And I say that because I know the body really, really well. After that, I I was not getting paid well, but the Chicago Fire Department called, so I became a firefighter. But in between all of this, I was um, becoming numb on the, the whole left side of my body. I was tripping on nothing. Like I would literally trip and I'd look behind me like, what, what was that? And for your, your audience listening, I'm actually looking behind me right now. <laughs> 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 um, so in all of this, it was like months of not knowing what was happening to my body. I mean, of course, Google at the time was like, it. So of course, go on Google and I've got a brain cancer or brain tumor. I've got Lyme's disease. I've got all of these things that, uh, you know, very scary. And after three MRIs and a spinal tap, they said you have multiple sclerosis. And, you know, in the beginning it's like, okay, at least I have a name for the disease. And then it was like, wait, I really don't even know what that is. And then um, I'm being told which this is just unbelievable that this still happens today, but I was told you'll be in a wheelchair, a wheelchair the rest of your life if you don't take medicine. So of course, excuse me. Now, I think I intuitively knew the red flags of 
they don't know why people get MS and there's no cure for it. And it was like a light bulb started going off. It wasn't like the light bulb moment, but it was definitely one of them that was like, hang on a second. You're telling me you don't know why I got it or anybody gets it and you don't have a cure for it. That tells me you have no clue what this is. So I started a medication and um, I was on the fire department at the time. So my system, my symptoms were kind of up and down. Um, and I, I had all kinds of different symptoms, um, definitely bladder issues, memory issues. At some points I had speech issues and definitely weakness and numbness and fatigue. So I was taking a once a day shot, felt like I had the flu every day. It was, oh, and bruising at the sites and the medication had to be cold. It was horrible. And I stopped and I'm like, what am I doing? This isn't okay. And one day I went to a pet store to go get my dog pet food. And I just happened to be talking to the girl there. And she's like, oh yeah, I have MS. I'm like, you do? Because I didn't, I wouldn't have known. And I said, well, what are you doing for it? She goes, nothing, just natural. <laughs> I'm like, really? And for some Does reason, your doctor like, know that? <laughs> you know, right? <laughs> That was the light bulb moment. Like, I have choices. Like, I don't have to listen to the doctor. I think so that is I was a, also, may, that is a really like big thing to 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 think about. You have choices, and you're gonna want to make your choices in conjunction with a medical team, with your family, wh whoever you choose to include in that circle. But I do think that it's important to think about the fact that we do have choices when yes. it comes to managing our own bodies and our own health. And I don't think you would ever discourage anybody from making their own choices either. But at that moment, you were like, wait, what? I can take a different path if I want to. And I just think that's really cool. Yes. And, and for this was in 2000, 2001, maybe. But it was kind of like, it was almost like I was, a, you know, just a zombie walking around saying, yes, doctor, yes, doc, you know, I obey, I obey. And it was like, she had snapped me out of it. I never saw this girl again. So I credit her for my journey. <laughs> pet, pet store employee, if you're listening to the podcast, thank you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. That So that was a definite light bulb moment. And so I immediately stopped my medication and of course I went into diet, I changed my diet. And I just, I did so many different things. Um, and, and so as I'm on this journey, I went back to, I found a different, this is like my fourth neurologist because, or fifth even, my, they just didn't want to listen. They were just like, no medication, medication. So I only found one that was like, you know, I can support you not doing medicine. He goes, I can't guarantee what's going to happen to you though. And he was younger. So that was the last time I ever saw a doctor. Uh, and that was 18 years ago, maybe about that. So in the meantime, I had kids, got married, or got married, had kids. And turns out I was married to a narcissist. So in this whole journey, um, it gets, it gets pretty esoteric, but I was haunted by my dead grandfather and uh, he was not a nice person. And I really needed to get rid of his energy. <clears throat> and it turns out that he was the one that connected me and my ex so that I could be miserable. 
which I'm now divorced. So <laughs> that'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> no need to say, right? <laughs> Somehow that doesn't feel like a plot twist here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so in doing that or in, in figuring out what was happening to my body, because I kept getting low back pain, I started to understand that there were emotions attached to my low back pain aside from the MS. So I fractured my spine um, in college because um, I was a dancer. So I fractured my L4, L5, and I, because of the military too, I was carrying that rucksack all the time. And I got the series of shots to go overseas. So all, and I, and I was bit by a tick when I was three and it buried itself in my neck and I had mono at 13. So all of these things are possibilities of me creating this storm of symptoms to conglomerate into one thing, which attacked the nerves in my brain. So I went into a quantum healing hypnosis session and found the link with my grandfather who has been dead for a long time now and we healed that and my low back has been amazingly fine since and this is going back eight years now so with the ms i continued i was like well this is this is something like if we went into this qhht session and found all of this stuff i'm clearly missing a big part of the spiritual journey that is going to help me thrive. I don't want to just survive because at that point I was kind of just surviving. Sure. Um, my marriage was horrible. I was, you know, I mean, I was seemingly healthy because I knew how to work out and I knew how to eat well, but there was something missing. I started coaching people for fitness nutrition and it dawned on me that some people just weren't sticking to it. So between all of my things and then seeing people not sticking to a program, I'm like, there's, there's something more. There's got to be an underlying reason. And hence the emotion part came in. <laughs> this is where I'm like, so if I get stressed out, I get a disease and stress can manifest as anything, heart disease, diabetes, arthritis, accidents, um, Crohn's disease, you name it. I'm like, so why did mine manifest as MS? And looking deeper and deeper and deeper and doing more spiritual work. And again, this was by myself. I didn't have someone to guide me through. This was all new. This was new. Um, it wasn't something that was well talked about. It's not like you could really research any of this stuff. And realizing it's coming to emotions. Mm. And go ahead. Oh, no, I was just, that's, I, I just think that, you know, all of these emotions get trapped in your tissues, in your bones. They go to a place of of weakness almost and, and just stick there and cause all kinds of problems. That's a very well-documented effect now. I'm sure 20 years ago, like it was, done, but now like that's very well-documented, particularly in, in back pain, right? Like that is actually a tool that physicians like straight western doctors do now is work on like emotional things and stress to relieve back pain instead of this constant insistence that it's a, a physical problem only there may be a physical problem too but yeah so that's super well documented and i'm very i'm just really fascinated so tell me more so you've got emotions <laughs> trapped and we're looking for ways to release them and you realize that that might also be what's happening with people who 
are seemingly working against themselves, right? They have this fitness or nutrition plan and then they, they don't follow it. And it's because they don't want to, or they think it's a dumb plan. Something else is happening just like it was with you. How, how am I doing so far? Am I keeping up? Yes. hundred percent. You got it. <laughs> Go on. We're doing great. Then I, I, this was before podcasts were even out. So dating myself here, there was no such thing as podcasts. And I don't remember where I was listening to this because there was no like Spotify or anything else. I just stumbled upon an audio recording of a guy talking about breath work and it was box breathing, but box breathing again, I've never seen it anywhere else at that time. It was just, I heard about it and he started box breathing for a minute a day. Then I went to five minutes a day and I was like, within a week, I was like, oh my God, I actually, I feel bad. I feel less stressed. So hence that stress came in again. Um, then I heard another, some kind of audio <laughs> of emotional clearing. And I'm like, what the heck is emotional clearing? But again, I was desperate. Like I'm divorced. I I'm just desperate at this point. I need answers. I need to understand. And I tried emotional clearing on myself and it was working. I was like, well, this is interesting, but I didn't tell anybody for years like, that course. I was doing this. Nobody. Absolutely. I was like, oh, I sitting in that crazy. spiritual closet. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All about myself. That's right. So, and after about five years of doing that, I started doing it on people that I knew well. And whether they believe me or not, they let me do it. And then <laughs> <laughs> it evolved. Um, and realizing that I went from like 800,000 trapped emotions down to zero. Oh. I mean, it took time. Of course, of course. But again, that's it was a subtle shift for me. And when I finally said, oh my gosh, I have changed so much. My mindset has changed. I didn't, I didn't have symptoms, not on any medication. Holy hell, <laughs> something, something's working here. So I, it was then a bigger understanding of, wow, my emotions have created the, you know, they've been trapped for so long, they've created all the problems. And if your listeners love reading, The Body Keeps the Score is an amazing oh, book. I'm sure you've read it. Fantastic book. Oh my gosh, it's so good. Oh, it's juicy. Um, so all of that, as you said, is so well documented that our tissues will hold on to things that we don't release. And we're not taught to release them at a young age, you know, um, I was just listening to something today. It's like, you're learning how to ride your bike and you, you know, you're real young and you fall and you scrape yourself and you start crying and your, your mom or dad is like, don't cry. Don't cry. It's okay. Well, right there, you're taught not to show emotion. Yes. <laughs> uh, we talk about that a lot on this show. Just the, 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 the learning process for feelings is just non-existent. I mean, some people are very lucky and they have parents that are aware of that and help them and help them do that. But most of us did not have that as a benefit growing up, right? So now we're having to reparent ourselves, relearn. Um, and sometimes, and I sometimes try to think it is a, it is a very good system sometimes for your body to store emotions for later processing, right? If your survival depends on you continuing to function right now. Okay. Yeah. It, like if there's a reason, but then we don't have any idea how to go back and clear that. Right. And Oh, I'm going to say this, but I loved what you said about being desperate. I don't love that you were desperate, but that's how so many of us come to these spiritual realizations, right? It would, it's very few people are like, everything is great. I'm very happy. I'm feeling really good. 
what can I do to make myself a little bit more uncomfortable? Right? <laughs> what can, what sort of spiritual journey can I embark upon when my perfect life and just leave my perfect life behind? Right. That's not how we get there. So, all right. So you're desperate. You're learning emotional clearing. Exactly. So I, I learned the emotional clearing and it was working so well. I was starting to, you know, do it on people that I only kind of knew or talking about it more. And I started dabbling in all kinds of other things. Now, the first thing people think about with energy healing is like Reiki. And mm-hmm. of course, that's one. I don't do Reiki. Um, my daughter does, but I don't. I do. I work on the emotional level of your energy field to help you release what isn't doesn't need to be there anymore. So like you said, it's great for surviving, but once we're out of the survival mode, we need to release them. So then I got certified in TRE, which is trauma release exercise, and it gets it gets the emotion out of the fascia without mm-hmm. having to relive the emotions. You don't know what's coming out, it just comes out, which is kind of nice. So I kept dabbling in all of these things and really what it all comes down to is allowing yourself to feel and the people that are mostly attracted to me are women who have anxiety overwhelm Um, they're just feeling really stuck and they're you know about 35 to 55 years old like now what (laughs) Where, where do I go you know like I know something's not great and it's exactly where I was so I fully understand it um So now I'm in the process of getting my PhD in integrative medicine. And the beautiful thing is it's, I'm seeing now like the little research papers that support everything I've known. So I'm like, yes. Isn't that funny? I quantify. I am so amused when we get like research papers that support like ancient healing modalities. Like it's beautiful. It's beautiful. I love it. Um, because I think it's just going to bring all of like all of the healing closer together so that more people will have access. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and... 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Can I ask you exactly. one question? So you are currently managing your MS non-medically, right? Through this. Correct. Through- that okay and you're feeling good just personal check-in like yeah I mean you look great but again you can't (laughs) that's not something that you can see on people necessarily Um, correct so that is that is really interesting do you ever I mean I'm gonna guess the answer is no but do you ever sort of regret the decision to not go a medical route are you just definitely not I don't even see a doctor I don't have a doctor 
I'll go to like back in the box if I need something, but <laughs> what because we that? use, go ahead and please, we use, um, crying emotions, natural healing to help our bodies. And we know that like a fever is important. It gets too high. Now we're getting to the life threatening part. So we need to take more action, but if we nip it in the bud first, then you know, if we're understanding why it's there, it's serving a purpose, not just physically, but also emotionally, then we can allow it to work itself out and then grow from that, you know, expand and move on from that point and not let that take over and, and freak out over it. So I think that's what happens so much is like people freak out. Like my ex will freak out for sure when the kids have like 101 fever. I'm like, their body's trying to work something out. And whether it's physical, emotional, or both, we have to let it go. And if you give them medication to drop the fever, then we're doing a disservice because their body doesn't know how to fight it. So let's, you know, work through it. And my kids know that. I can't tell my ex that. <laughs> my kids <laughs> right. understand that we're going to have to, you know, sweat it out, take a cold bath, talk about it. Like what's going on here? Sort of take so we don't free ibuprofen measures. Yes. Yeah. What does an emotional clearing emotional release session look like can you like can you talk me through what a, what a session looks like they might not all be typical or they all might not all look the same but what does that what does that look like what was that what would that feel like so the framework's always the same but every session is different which i love so it's done virtually i can do it in person too but most of my clients are virt uh, virtual so just like this and because energy does not know time and space. It's faster than the speed of light. We can instantly bring in the knowing of what we need. So I'm just asking for permission to tap into your subconscious. Once I have that permission, I act as your proxy um, with, with you just like this on a Zoom call. And I go and ask questions on your behalf. And I, so I basically do all the work, but it's you doing the work, allowing me to access your higher self, your um, frequency parts of your body, because your whole body is frequency, right? So the energetic areas of your body that, that pertain to the subconscious, because that's what we're trying to access is the subconscious. Um, so once I do that, I go in and I have a sheet of emotions. And it's uh, 60 different emotions. And I go through and pinpoint which one it is. And then I have a, a double-pronged magnet that I roll mm -hmm. on myself. With intention, I release the emotion. So each emotion takes maybe a minute to release. Um, sometimes we need to know more. And other times it's just straight up, get this thing out. So I, I, I liken it to an artichoke. I used to use onion, but I like artichoke better because what we're trying to do is get down to the heart. Mm. And the heart is covered up with all these emotions, which become our ego. And so people are led by their ego because their heart is underneath all of these emotions. It's covered up and it can't, you know, bring out its true essence. So we're peeling off the outside layers. We can't get to the heart until we get to some of the outside layers. And they don't all come off because if if I were to remove every single one, which I can't because it's your it's your energy telling me not to, but if I were able to, because we're changing your frequency and we're raising it, it would be like if I took you from 
you know, zero to a hundred, you would be very uncomfortable and feel sick. So this is a subtle way of shifting your energy so that you can heal without feeling like, oh my God, so uncomfortable. Like, you know, when people have the Kundalini awakening mm -hmm. and all of a sudden they get, they, they weren't ready for it. We don't want that to happen. So it, it comes off subtly. Um, and then I can also do ancestral stuff. So a lot of people I encounter are like, you know, I experience um, anxiety and I have no idea why. Like I had a normal childhood, blah, 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 blah. And it turns out it wasn't theirs ever. It was handed down over and over and over and over again. So those are the ones that actually create the most problems. And we don't even know why. Most, The majority of people have no idea that they even have them. It's really not DNA that shapes us. It's our emotions from ancestors that we're actually getting. Um, and just as, like, as a side note, for something like cancer, only 5% of cancer is hereditary. The rest is emotional. 5% is hereditary. That's it. So, and this is research-based. Not This is not my stuff. This is coming from a, um, a lot of research. So that means that if you are a person who always says yes and doesn't know personal boundaries and runs on kind of like control, um, sometimes OCD, anxiety, worry, that's a perfect storm for manifesting cancer because your cells have gotten out of control. Um, you know, you're trying to keep so much control that they go out of control. So again, 95% of cancer is emotional. And I'd say so interesting too, because it's not, it's not anyone's fault that they right. have these trapped, right? It's not, oh, you did a bad job of releasing your emotions or you did, you foolishly accepted ancestral trauma, right? Like this isn't a thing. There's no like blame no guidebook. Yeah, there's no, yeah, there's not, there, there's not like a, a manual on how to do this. And, you know, so you can't, it's, it, that's fascinating to me because there's not much that you can do about it because you don't know it's there. Right. Until you, you know it's there. Until you right. know it's there. Right. Fascinating. Yeah. So the session goes on until your subconscious says no more. Um, that, that's done for the day. So I'll go anywhere from 80 motions to someone I did like 30 at a time. Um, and I use what's called the sway test and I just get a yes or no response. And you know, it's, it's immediate again, cause it's all frequency based. So, um, you know, I'll work with people, you know, they have to have a week in between sessions and people will sometimes notice right away. And sometimes they won't notice anything at all. Again, it runs the gamut. I've seen it all. So every session has been completely different. And I love it because it's so interesting. Do you find that certain types of emotions tend to get stuck in certain parts of the body? Or is it is it more random than that? Definitely. So fear gets stuck in the kidneys and bladder. And I'll tell you a story. I uh, was having about a a year and a half ago, I was like, God, I have to go to the bathroom constantly. And then I realized like, duh. <laughs> something. Like, oh, wait, I do this for a living. <laughs> I know what this means. 
I love it when we have to turn our own work on ourselves oh, <laughs> and we're somehow, my... somehow the most resistant to yeah. the, our own like, no, no, no. It must be something else. If that can, it be it. It not, not me. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I know. We're I love ridiculous. when my 13 year old daughter uses it on me or my fiance will use my own stuff on me. I'm like, really? <laughs> Shoot. Fine. Okay. Be right. <laughs> exactly. All right. So I'm sorry. Go ahead. You have to be <laughs> So, um, so fear works on the, it gets stuck in the kidney and bladder. And so when I realized that I was like, Oh, I've got to release this. So it took about, I don't know, a month, three months. I don't remember. But then like, Oh, my bladder issues are good now. So the interesting thing is with, I have a Facebook group for people with MS, um, mm. to heal it naturally. And it's got almost 23,000 people in there. And I'd say a good of the people who have MS, 90% of them are living in fear because they don't know the outcome. How could disease. they not be living in fear? That I mean, like I have, that would be a terrifying diagnosis. Yeah. So, but they all have bladder issues, you know, so, <laughs> uh, and not to laugh at them, but it's just like, I see the patterns. Um, yeah. Like you have bladder issues because you're, you're fearful of your future. Of Do your you outcome. find that that people are are willing to try emotional clearing or is there a lot of resistance to it or does it just kind of depend on the person or does it depend on how desperate they are that they'll literally just be like anything anything at all to help at this point those are all good points um i don't know if there's a usual i i've seen all of that though um i've seen people who are like it's only the food you eat okay you know, like I'm not, I'm not here to talk into anything like, or That's convince right. you, you at, like we said earlier, journey. you're making your choices to manage yeah. your health yep. and I will support you in whatever way I can. Exactly. And certainly food matters, but there's a deeper component because our physical body is only a manifestation of our energetic body. And that's quantum physics. There's literally, that's it. It's not, right. I can't can't argue that because that's like an Einstein thing. We don't, we don't get a lot of yeah. say in whether that's true or not at this point. Correct. <laughs> Correct. Um, so, you know, some people are like, no, this is gooey woo woo stuff. And other people are like, oh, I'll try it. Some people like it. Some people, cause they don't, they don't get that instant gratification. They're like, I don't know. <laughs> so, um, but some people are really into the spiritual stuff and they want to try it. Does the healing, is it, is the healing dependent on whether people are open to the treatment? Always. Okay. And that's because you are asking permission of their subconscious. And even if they're like, yeah, sure, whatever, but their subconscious is not giving the permission and therefore you cannot do the clearing. I'm asking, I don't, I don't know. I want, I'm just curious about that. Yeah, I've had that happen only a couple of times where um, you know, we had the session, I open up, you give me permission, I get a no. I'm like, okay, let me let me ask you again. Let's take a deep breath. We try again, no. And they seemingly look like they want to do it, but mm. they may have too much hesitation or non-belief that their subconscious is like, no way, or their subconscious is like, we're not opening up this can of worms. Yeah, <laughs> so but you, and I think that would be- I think that would be legit. Like, right. Like some people would say, I'm not, I'm, I'm not ready. It could be no, not right now. I'm not in a position to release 
these emotions because I also think a lot of times we are holding on to emotions uh, because we believe in some way subconsciously or consciously that they are helping us right sometimes Correct. people have fear and we genuinely believe that the fear is protecting us the fear is helping us that we're making safer choices for ourselves and our families because we have this you know sort of fear-based life strategy and in that case I feel like your subconscious and your conscious maybe would be like no I don't I don't want to let go of that I want that. I, I I need that. And if it's subconscious, your conscious mind just might not be ready to to like give those permissions. <laughs> like an administrator on a computer, right? It's just not just not quite ready to give those that that level of access. I was just curious about that. Sometimes they'll say, "Oh, this works whether you believe in it or not." I'm just like, oh, "Okay, that doesn't feel right." If I say, "No, I don't want that," you as a matter of principle, right? Don't mess around in my subconscious. If I've said, please don't mess around. Yeah. In my subconscious. I mean, I would never, I would never work on somebody without permission. And that's like my hard and fast rule. I probably has to could. Be. It has to yeah. be. There are people who will, um, but I refuse mm -hmm. to absolutely do that. Cause I think that that is one that is my gift and it's sacred to me. And for me to go around and work on people without permission is just, it's way against my, um, ethics, uh, morals, values, there's just no way. So um, yeah. I don't even try to dabble in doing that. <laughs> Is, so you talked about doing this on yourself. I would imagine, I would imagine that it would be best to start with a like trained practitioner, right? That's a little bit safer. It's a little bit easier. Um, there's somebody to guide you. Like you said, when you were trying to do things by yourself, you were very uncomfortable. It gets, um, it can be it can be miserable. I think we a lot of people listening will know that feeling of trying to do this by yourself. But is it a technique that anyone can learn to do on themselves or for the themselves? Yeah, absolutely. I actually try to teach it to people, and what I realized after trying to teach people because I was like, this is super easy. Everyone can do this. I just they don't know about it. So I've been trying to teach people, well, I was trying um, back when I first started telling people about it. So about five years after I learned it and I realized people weren't able to do it and everyone can, but maybe the belief wasn't there or it was just like, they'd never seen something like this before. So they didn't think they could, but everyone has the ability. It's just your internal compass um, giving you a, a yes or not. Yes. Um, but most people, I'd say 99% of the people I've attempted to teach didn't get it. Like they hmm. just weren't tuning into it. So I was like, huh, well, I guess this is my gift. <laughs> for I'm sure. Really able to do it. Um, it's super easy for me. And like, I doesn't, doesn't take effort at all. I just do it. And then when I'm done, I leave it all. Like it doesn't become me. So, um, there's a level that I can uh, go to when I do the session and then I leave, <laughs> I guess is the best. Well, way no, I think that would be really important, right? Like when talk about in energy work, there is a lot of like protecting yourself so that you don't take on like what you don't need to do is help somebody release their fear and then absorb that into your body, right? Like there, there you have to have protections when you're doing energy work. And it just sounds like you're sort of natural protection 
is is very strong you're you don't have to work too hard to hold that barrier up so that you're not absorbing extra or unwanted energy that's Correct. so it's so very interesting um which is strange because i'm an empath and that was hard for me to learn to shield which most people with ms are empaths and they don't know it <laughs> Yes. And I try to explain that, but it's like, they're not ready to hear that either. So I think that, that makes a lot of sense. I had a, a wonderful woman, Jennifer Moore on the show uh, earlier this year, and she helps guide empaths because she said, everybody's, you know, you're, you're taking on the weight of the world and you don't even know you're doing it. Let me, let's, let's find a way for you to release some of that, you know, that the sadness that isn't yours. How can we how can we help you let go of that? That is interesting. Um, but it doesn't surprise me at all that you say the majority of people with MS are empaths. I think that knowing what little I know does make sense. That kind of all connects. Those dots connect pretty easily yeah. <laughs> for me. Um, so are you? do you take clients now? Do you have a full book? Can people find your website and get more information? Do you have suggested reading? What? What? How can we learn more? <laughs> Yay. Okay. So Dr. Um, Brad Nelson, it's funny. I, I learned the technique I've been doing it. And then I realized there was a book on it. I was like, there is. And I read it. It's Dr. Brad Nelson. He does, I think it's a motion code. My method is a little different. Neither is better or worse. It's just different. Um, but you can read his book and pick up, maybe it'll work for you. Maybe you'll be another emotional releasing healer It'd be awesome so we need more of them in the world i was just thinking that i was like well that <laughs> wouldn't be the end of the world that sounds great yeah um i have a website it's conscious evolution.coach coach and facebook and tiktok are the same um i have coaching um program which is a one-on-one -on -one program. It's actually based on chakras, but we don't dive too deep into chakras, but um, we start at the root and go to the crown. So each month has its own uh, chakra center and you know, can't build a house on sand, right? We have to have a strong foundation. So That's right. I know you know that well. Uh, so part of that program includes the emotional releasing. And then I have this scanner here, um, device that is called the AO scanner. And I'm able to, again, using frequency scan people from a distance. This is actually, um, astronaut technology from the 1980s. The Russians used it, they designed it, and it used to be a giant computer and it's now down into the size of a cell phone. <laughs> I love technology. So what this does, and I love it because I love science and I love spiritual and it mushes the two together. I could, um, I always give a free uh, session away. So this is my giveaway here for those interested, but you send me a 10 second voice clip and this machine will analyze 6,000 notes in your voice, tell you what emotions are out of balance, what it's affecting, the causes of the imbalance and how to rebalance it out. Plus you get harmonics with that to listen to that will help balance you out even more. So it's like a seven page report that you get just from 10 seconds of your voice. That is so cool. Isn't it? I do like, it That every is day. really neat. I bet you do. I'm like, that's like just check like a daily check-in right like how am yeah. I doing today that is really neat and I know you do love science I mean that's how you came up right is through kinesiology and me too mm -hmm. like that's what my uh graduate work was in as well so I'm okay. silly on that right like 
understanding the body and then realizing, oh boy, <laughs> there's more. <laughs> there's so much more. Like that was, my, I had, you were telling that part of your story. I was like, oh, I've been there. And you're just like, oh shoot. Oh shoot. I'm, I'm an expert in 2% of what matters. Awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. It's uh, great. I mean, we're all learning and we're all, you know, I, I, you probably do too. I consider myself just a perpetual student, just a lifelong learner. And so, okay, well, I'll put notes to all of that or links to all of that in the, in the show notes. Um, Tracy, or would you prefer that I call you Samaya? I did not know you were changing Samaya. your name. Samaya. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. I'll re-record and I'll say, welcome to the show, Samaya. Yeah. Um, I really appreciate your, your time today. Your story is, is fascinating. And I'm, it's wonderful to hear when people make decisions for themselves that move their lives in a direction that they want to go. Um, because I think a lot of times people are, are making decisions based on where other people think their lives ought to go. And a story that, that goes in the other direction is, is always wonderful to hear. And I'm so just so glad that you're bringing that work to other women, you know, so that they don't have to kind of hurt in the same way that you did. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Well, I think that's it. I appreciate you. Have a fantastic day and we'll talk again soon.